forget going after Trump now goes after you, me, and every Trump supporter. Good morning, Boston. Okay, my friends, um, I have never seen a campaign strategy like this before uh, in my entire life. I, I've never. This is mind-boggling. It is, frankly, disgusting. It is revolting. It is sickening. But this is now where we are. So for three years, and I've been reporting on this practically every week on this huge story, the Biden regime led by Crooked Joe, uh, senile Joe Biden, has been engaging in deliberate demonization of the 75 million voters who supported Trump in 2020. And this has been going on now, as you know, for three years. He has called us every single name in the book, from Nazis to white supremacists to racists to bigots to enemies of democracy, enemies of the people. He has called us every single name. He has unleashed the FBI. He has unleashed the IRS. Now we're finding out he's unleashing the banks to secretly surveil and spy on us. They now have us on a watch list. I kid you not. And... Now, I guess, comes the logical culmination of this three-year campaign of nonstop hatred and propaganda. Now, they are not just demonizing Trump. It's not just that Trump is Hitler, mega Hitler. No, 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 no. Now, the enemy are the voters themselves. The tens and tens and tens of millions of voters who plan to go and support Donald Trump in 2024. It is beyond dangerous. It is beyond reckless. It is beyond irresponsible. By the way, never in American history has a presidential candidate, never mind a president, so openly vilified and targeted half the country, at least half the country. Now it's more than half the country. It began with Rachel Maddow. This is now the attack line that's coming from the Biden regime and their media mouthpieces. On election night in, uh, in Iowa on Monday, you could tell Biden was attacking the voters. How dare they vote for Trump? He was angry. Corinne Jean-Pierre was angry, saying now these are a bunch of racists and bigots and that this is what's driving the entire Trump movement. Well, listen now to Rachel Madcow. Now they're taking it to an even higher level. This is her Monday night in the wake of Trump's stunning landslide victory in Iowa. Roll cut 15A, Mike. If we're worried about our democracy falling to an authoritarian and potentially fascist form of government, the leader who is trying to do that is part of that equation. Mm -hmm. But people wanting that is a much Mm -hmm. bigger part Mm -hmm. of that equation. And the American electorate is made up of two major parties. One of those parties has been flirting with extremism on the ultra-right for a very long time. They've brought them in in a way that they haven't been central to Republican electoral politics ever before. And I know because I've been studying this. But once you have radicalized one major party so that those are the preferences of the people who adhere to your party, the leaders interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And yes, Trumpism is sometimes what we call it. Mm-hmm. MAGA movement is probably a better way to do it. But there is an authoritarian mm-hmm. movement inside yes. Republican politics that isn't being bamboozled by Trump. Mm-hmm. They are pushing Trump That's to yeah. get more and more right. extreme because the more extreme things he says, the more they, the like more they adhere to him. There you go. So Who's pushing Trump to be even more authoritarian? Even more of a fascist, Hitler, mega Hitler. It's you. It's me. It's the people in Iowa. It's the people now in New Hampshire. It's his voters. Now, this hasn't stopped. In fact, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I want you to listen now to Senator Marco Rubio, because he's now sounding the alarm bells. He's saying we're now going way beyond liberal media bias. 
We're going way beyond now the media just parroting Democratic talking points. As Rubio is saying, this is now what you see in third world banana republics. Now they are out and out demonizing, vilifying, and attacking the voters. Listen now to Rubio saying now the media and the Democrats are going after the very people who vote for Trump. Roll cut 13, Mike. Yeah, it's not about bias anymore. There's always been liberal bias in the media. Human beings are biased. They're partisan. And they're not just partisan, like openly partisan. They are now extending that to not just attack Trump as a candidate, as a former president and future president, but also to attack the people who follow him just in the last 48 hours. We've had multiple people go on the air on other networks and talk about things like, well, in Iowa, the problem is these are all white Christians. Or their attitude about the followers of Trump is these are dumb, stupid, uneducated people that don't know any better or worse. They're haters, they're bigots. Um, and, and, and so it's what's, what's really changed is not just the partisan tone of the coverage, but now this effort to say we're not going to carry his speech, we're not going to let you hear what he has to say. We'll interpret it and we'll put out the snippets we want you to hear, but we've made the decision to no longer carry it. You know, you put up my uh, message a moment ago from what I put up an X. This is exactly how state-run media is used by authoritarian governments. He's completely right. It's censorship. And this is now what you're seeing. You're seeing now the Democratic Party push together, uh, uh, sorry, forge a state media that's what they've been consolidating now for many years and now the goal is no we censor we filter we vilify we demonize and right on cue baby listen now to joyless joy reed this is her on ms left bc on msnbc roll cut 14 mike I want to talk about the media's role in all of this, because sure. we were talking during our morning call, our therapy call, as we call it, <laughs> about, you know, the question of whether the media has always kind of pulled back when it came to, number one, criticizing the American voter and looking at them, you know, a little bit with a little more circumspection, but even candidates like Trump. And I go to the 1930s when the New York Times was doing style pieces on uh, Adolf Hitler mm -hmm. and saying, oh, he's going to moderate himself mm -hmm. when he gets into office and actual powers in mm -hmm. his hands. I feel like that's happening again because people don't want to come at the voter. But these voters are actively saying, yes, we want a dictatorship. Yes, we want him to be dictator. Yes, we like autocracy. And it's just not being examined. I mean, this is unbelievable. No, no, really. This is what? Who says they want Trump to be a dictator? Who's going around saying, yeah, we want a dictatorship. Yeah. Like these people are whacked. They're crazy. They're sick. You know, we want an autocracy. What they're now doing, I'm telling you, uh, what they're now doing, this is laying the ground and the groundwork for political violence. Frankly, if you want to be, be you know, you really want, I hate to say this, it's 6.09 now in the morning, but this, you're laying the groundwork for potential civil war. This is like the Hutus and the Tutsis in Rwanda where you just start ginning up so much freaking hate against the other side, you won't be able to control them after a while. When has Trump ever said, I'm launching a dictatorship? Name me one MAGA supporter that said, show me any evidence for this. We want Trump dictator for life. And this is the kind of garbage that they're spewing day after day after day and injecting this into the body politic? You want some more joyless Joy Reid? Listen now to this. Oh, no, no, no. The issues are no longer economic. You know, I'm, I'm really upset about how high my grocery bill is every week or how much I'm paying at the pump or the cost of living. No, 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 no. Jeff Cooner's not upset about grocery bills. Jeff Cooner is KKK. He wants the return of the Ku Klux Klan, the White Hoods, the Burning Crosses. Listen now to Joyless Joy Reid on MSNBC. Roll cut 15, Mike. 
Do you remember when we were debating about whether or not this was economic anxiety? I was literally just going to follow. Okay, you read my mind. Yes, I do. Yeah, I mean, it was. It because was, people yeah. didn't want to accept that it's not economic anxiety, it's racial anxiety, it's demographic panic. And to your very point, um, the reason that we needed Rachel Maddow to exist in the world, for most people to know how many Americans were fascist and That's were right. pro-Hitler in, the, right. 30s, in right. the 30s and 40s, people wanted to believe that all of America wanted to overthrow Hitler and was, and was disdainful of fascism, when there was a giant chunk of America that was for fascism and wanted to replicate a Hitler in Washington, D.C. These people, I'm telling you, I mean, this, this is hate TV. That's what this is. Now, what you're seeing now is a systemic, systematic, coordinated campaign to now paint and portray not just Donald Trump as Hitler and as a fascist. No, 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 no. Now it's half the country. It's you. It's me. It's all of us. Anyone who supports or believes or votes for Donald Trump. So they're attacking you. They're attacking me. My question to you, how do you feel about it? What can we do to fight back? And is this good for the country? Are all Trump supporters Hitler-loving fascists? Your call's next. Okay, 619 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, the voice of the resistance, baby. All right, um, dramatic new developments now in the Biden campaign. Uh, According to the New York Times, Washington Post, uh, Bloomberg News is also now going with this story. Uh, Top campaign officials now say they don't want to just attack and vilify Donald Trump. There is now a concerted effort. It's been, obviously it's been going on for three years, but now they really want to make it front and center to vilify Trump's voters. They want to portray uh, me, you, all of us, as fascists, as Nazis, as white supremacists, as racists, as bigots, as, quote, existential threats to democracy. And the strategy, if you can believe it, is to try to shame us, guilt trip us, intimidate us, marginalize us into backing away from supporting Trump. Uh, they believe that this may be their only and last mo- and most effective strategy. And so you're seeing it now in all kinds of liberal media outlets. They're now saying, forget Trump. Trump is the symptom. The disease are his voters. And I played you uh, Rachel Maddow, Rachel Matkow, uh, Joyless Joy Reid. Uh, there's, there's so many more now coming out. Biden now has been going, giving speech after speech. Warning about the rise of extreme MAGA, of these MAGA Republicans and MAGA voters, who he says now pose a dire mortal threat to our republic, to the state, to the country, and to the future. That's a very good point, Mike. I thought, you know, three years ago, he was the great unifier. He was going to bring America together. Well, now it's very different. Now it's divide, polarize, and incite pure hatred. Citizen against citizen, American against American, family against family, and in particular now a state media. And that's what they've now become, the fake news media, state media. And vilify, like they do in communist regimes, you vilify the people. Now, on top of all of this, there is a huge breaking story. Big hat tip to Jim Jordan, uh, who works on the weaponization subcommittee. They have now unearthed shocking documents. Here is exactly now what they have found. Biden's Treasury Department has now um, ordered federal investigators to target the private information and the private bank accounts of Trump supporters and Trump voters. In particular, the request came from the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. 
FinCEN, as it's called, that's the uh, acronym, according now to documents obtained by the House Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. Long story short, Biden's Department of Treasury and their investigators put tremendous pressure on all the banks, community banks, financial institutions to now use search keywords and look over all of your financial information, my financial information, all of our documents, transactions, financial statements, and look for anything tied to Trump, MAGA, Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, uh, Carabella's, which uh, Mike tells me is apparently very big down south. It's sort of their... Oh, Cabela's, forgive me. Cabela's, which uh, is very big down south. It's sort of like their version of Bass Pro Shop. And of course, Bass Pro Shop. That those were keywords. So, uh, for example, I always take Ashton to Bass Pro Shop. There's a, a beautiful one right near our house at Patriot Place. Uh, he likes to do the little shooting game. Uh, we buy fishing rods, a fishing net, uh, you know, we whatever. The, the kids like to hang out there and we buy stuff. That's a trigger. They have ordered the banks and financial institutions to, if you buy anything at Bass Pro Shop, that fits the profile, I swear to you, of a MAGA terrorist or a MAGA extremist. Uh, at Cabela's, same thing. Dick's Sporting Goods, whatever you buy at Dick's. By the way, I've been to Dick's a few times. A few times, got Ashton a baseball bat, got him a basketball, uh, got him some baseball caps. So, and they check subscriptions now to magazines. Uh, do you buy magazines that are conservative or that support Trump? What kind of books are you buying? Are they pro-Trump or pro-MAGA books? So what we're now seeing is that behind the scenes, there is a surveillance national security state that is being erected, essentially the, a, a form of the KGB or a form of the, um, the Gestapo or the Stasi, in which now millions and millions of private citizens, and as Jim Jordan said, all of this is supposed to be protected political and religious expression. You have every right to subscribe to any magazine you want. You have every right to go to Dick's uh, Sporting Goods. You've got every right to go to, you know, Cabela's or uh, Bass Pro Shop. Or if you want to go to the Trump store, there's a big Trump store uh, here in, in Mass. And if you want to buy a Make America Great Again baseball cap or T-shirt, that's your right. Not anymore. Now, your accounts are being looked at, your financial statements are being looked at, and you are now being spied upon and monitored. They're unleashing the FBI and the NSA to go after what they say is the rise of a mega extremist army here in the United States. My question to you, by the way, this is such a gross violation of civil liberties. This is so freaking illegal it's, it's unconscionable. Now they're going after Trump voters, demonizing, vilifying, spying on Trump voters. Do you feel like you're being targeted? And are they now playing with fire? Your call's next. What do you think when you hear Trump Republicans calling you the Biden crime family? Or uh, <laughs> I have one congresswoman, the Biden crime family sold out America. Marjorie Taylor Greene, he's a liar. He's mentally incompetent. Um, and let's not even talk about what let's go Brandon means, mm -hmm. but you have U.S. senators holding signs that say that. Biden's it's hard to realize our country, isn't it? I mean, to look at it, what we used to have and um, what the other side, the extremists have turned this country into. I mean, we would never see things like that, say, 10 years ago. 6.32 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer. 617-266-6868 is the number. That, of course, was Dr. Jill Biden. Uh, and this is now the new Democrat leftist media offensive. 
they want to now just discredit Trump voters, attack and vilify and demonize 75 million Trump voters. Now, how they think this is going to work for them, I don't know. I think it's bad for them, frankly. I think it's going to really hurt Biden. Uh, It's going to severely divide our country. But worse than that, uh, this what happens in November 5th when Trump wins? You keep pumping this into the political social bloodstream about how I'm evil, you're evil, we're evil, that we're all Nazis and we're all, you know, bigoted white supremacist extremists. This country is going to blow. This is so irresponsible and reckless. This is so dangerous. It's not even funny. I mean, you literally look, uh, you know, Sandy is a very sober, level headed person. And even she this morning said to me in our pre-show meeting, these guys, they're, they're creating the conditions for a potential civil war. Her words, not mine. And she's completely right, by the way. And she's not the only one that's saying it. Many, many, many are saying this. You don't go to, to go to delegitimize and dehumanize 75 million voters to the point now that, again, huge breaking story this from Jim Jordan and the uh, subcommittee on the weaponization of, of the government. We've now found out that the Biden regime through the Treasury Department has now ordered all banks and financial institutions. They've been doing this now for I don't know how many years. If you bought anything at Dick's Sporting Goods Store, Cabela's, for those of you that listen down south, uh, Bass Pro Shop, I'm always at Bass Pro Shop. As I said, I got a beautiful run five minutes away from my house. If you bought anything related to Trump or MAGA, that you are literally being spied on. And your transactions are being monitored. And then they're being fed to the FBI for possible investigations as a quote-unquote lone wolf terrorist or a lone wolf extremist. In other words, they're building profiles of potential enemies of the people, enemies of the government, enemies of the state, and they're Trump supporters. Now, you tell me, how can you run a country in which you hate half of its population? How can you, seriously, how can you govern when you literally despise and vilify and now are spying on over half the country? So I want to ask you, I want to have a candid conversation with all of you. As a MAGA supporter, as a Trump supporter, have you been personally vilified, demonized, attacked, uh, are you are you fearing a loss of your job? Have you been turned into a pariah among your liberal friends or family members? Have you been discriminated against? Uh, has social media, have you been a target of attacks on social media? And I, I, let me open this up even more. Do you shop at Bass Pro Shop? Have you? Bought, I'm serious. Do you subscribe to publications that are conservative or Trump-leaning? Or have you bought books? You know, uh, I just, uh, my, my nephews, well, they're, I, they're on the list. My nephews, when I was down in Arizona for the Christmas break, got me the book by Victor Davis Hansen called The Case for Trump. That was already flagged by the, I'm sure by their financial institution, sent to the Treasury Department, which then referred it to the, uh, to the FBI or the NSA. So, I know for a fact now, according to this story, that now my my eight you know my twenty one year old nephew is now potentially a terrorist because he bought Victor Davis Hansen's The Case for Trump. My uh, his brother is my sister is my brother in law is. I'm sure I'm I'm uh, they've been watching me for I don't know how many years. So are we now seeing in front of our eyes the birth? of a liberal authoritarian regime, a national security state that now is openly spying and trying to control at least half the country. And how much longer can this go on? 
617-266-6868. Lines are jammed. Richard in California. You're going to kick us off today, Richard. Thanks for holding and welcome. Hey, Jeff. You know, all these subjects are tied into one another. I have some friends that are not politically inclined to listen to talk shows. And they, they asked me, why, why do I listen all the time? I said, well, you know, there's a, there's a plan here. They want to bring in all these illegal aliens to swing the vote, Democrats, so they can eventually take over and make this a communist country. And they say, you don't really believe that, do you? Come on. Well, if the globalists were in charge and if the United States was already a communist country, the likes of Russia, do you think they'd be bringing in 8 million illegal aliens? Of course not. There'd be no reason to do that. And what do, you, what do your friends say when you tell them this, Richard? They say, oh, come on. But for those that are tuned in to what's really going on, it's obvious. It makes complete sense. If the, if the United States was already a communist country like China, they wouldn't be bringing in 8 million illegal aliens. Why? Leave them where they are. Make those countries communists. Oh, you're completely right. No, Richard, you're, you're dead on. And, and look, I want to ask you, now the Biden campaign, the left, the media, they're now going to make you the issue, me the issue, Trump voters the issue. We're the ones now that are disease. That's the term they're now using. We're a disease. We're the ones now that are driving this authoritarianism, this fascism that's going to overtake our country when Trump wins in November. Do you feel now that you have a target on your back? That you are now being systematically, deliberately discriminated and persecuted? But the good news is, we're only 11 months away from the election. They don't have enough time. If they were, if they had this plan four years ago, then they, they'd have four years to do this. But, but between now and November, I don't think they're going to succeed. From your lips to God's ears. Richard, thank you so much for that call. John in Westford. Thanks for holding, John, and welcome. I, they're starting off by violating our civil liberties with the excuse that they're they're fighting domestic terrorism, you know, evil MAGA and the January 6th, and then they're forcing these companies to comply. And I think this is, well, what's going to happen is it's going to spill into a social credit score. And it, at that point, it's going to be all out a total authoritarian state. And, that, and I think that's when we're, we're truly screwed. Do you think they can establish this by November? Because that's the big fear. That's why they don't want Trump to win. They they fear if they can steal it from Trump or jail him or take him off the ballot, then they believe that, you know, give him another four years in power, and you're right, then they can impose a Chinese-style social credit system. Do they have the time, John, or do they need one more election to complete exactly what you're talking about? One more election. They'll definitely need one more election, and then it's it's all over. I agree. That, that, yeah. No, I agree. Sure. I agree. Look, that's why I've been saying now for I don't know how many years, this is the most important election in American history since 1860. And you know what happened after 1860. So I'm just telling you, that's those are the stakes. And the American people, and especially patriots and conservatives— and Trump supporters, they we all need to wake up because the left, they're playing for keeps. John, thank you for your courage and thank you for your call. 617-266-6868. Stephen in Quincy. Thanks for holding, Stephen, and welcome. Stephen? All right, let's see if we can reconnect with Stephen. Okay, uh, I don't want to rush Arthur in Chestnut Hill. We'll go to we'll take Arthur on the other side of the break. Let me just do a very very quick reset and then come back with all of your calls. I promise. Okay, uh, a dramatic escalation now. 
in the Biden campaign. They have made a deliberate decision to not just vilify Trump and demonize him. They now say it must be all of his voters. They must now be attacked, delegitimized, shamed, and marginalized. The media now is parroting this new strategy. Will this work for Biden? And are they now sowing the seeds of potential violence? 649 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, liberalism's worst nightmare. 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, here we go. Buckle up, my friends. Um, after Trump's massive landslide victory in Iowa, uh, and all the polls now showing he could deliver a knockout blow in New Hampshire uh, and potentially run the table and set himself up with a rematch against a very weak and unpopular Joe Biden, now they have come up with maybe the last desperate gambit. The new strategy, forget vilifying Trump. Well, they're going to vilify Trump, but really attack his voters. Uh, Delegitimize them, demonize them, portray them as the ones who are pushing for an authoritarian, white supremacist, fascist country in the hopes that this will shame us, ostracize us, and break us. So let me ask you, It is the Cooner Country poll question of the day, sponsored by Kelly Financial Services. Who does the Biden regime, the left and the media, who do they hate more? A, Trump. B, Trump's voters. Let me phrase it again. And I, if, as I, please, I'd like for as many of you to participate in this as possible, because I think we're now really getting to the heart of everything that's been happening over the last three years, and really now what the stakes are going forward. Who do liberals, Biden, the Democrats, the media, who do they hate more? Trump or Trump's voters? A, Trump, B, Trump's voters. I'll be honest, I think it's Trump's voters. Yeah, we're the deplorables. You're completely right, Sandy. That's what we are. We are, quote, the deplorables, unquote. We're the bitter clingers. I want to hear from you. I'm just giving you my opinion. You may disagree with me. Um, You can vote on our webpage, wrko.com slash cooner, wrko.com slash cooner, K-U-H. N is in Nancy E-R. Uh, if you prefer, you can vote via X, formerly Twitter. Our handle there, at the Cooner Report. One word, K-U-H-N-E-R. Arthur in Chestnut Hill. Thanks for holding, Arthur, and welcome. Uh, thanks, uh, Jeff. Uh, good morning. Uh, you could do yourself a big favor instead of referring to us like they do as MAGA reporter, uh, MAGA uh, uh, people, I think you should uh, spell it out and say we are make America great voters and make America great and spell it out so that people who don't even know what MAGA means, uh, uh, you know, they will know that we are the make America great and 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 and, and what he did was to destroy America. Uh, Jeff, they're doing this uh, uh, this uh, going after us. Because it worked before. This is the same thing they did when Obama weaponized the IRS against the Tea Party, and they were successful because all of a sudden that was the end of the Tea Party. After they after they went after the Tea Party, they won that one. And and people who think that they only have till November are mistaken. They've been working on this uh, since the day that uh, Trump got in office to make sure he never got back in. So they they're well prepared, they're well organized, and you know he doesn't represent the U.S. anymore. He's been bought and paid for. He shouldn't be ad- addressed as Mr. President. He should be addressed as Mr. Traitor. He even admitted, uh, as he tends to blurt out, that he stole that he sold state secrets to our enemies. And every every policy that that you see that that he puts forward, 
is emboldens our enemies and makes them stronger. And, and, and it's despicable. It's disgusting. We just lost two Navy SEALs, and he won't even talk about it. He, he, he spits on America's finest. Which, you know, uh, just the point, uh, you know, when we went to when we had the Revolutionary War, the Revolutionary War was about getting rights. Now, this, this war that we were in to save our country is to keep our rights. And, and they've taken quite a lot of them away. They've certainly taken away our, right, our rights to a fair trial, our, our rights for due process, our, our rights for free speech, and they've turned around and, and, and uh, demonstrated that they're willing to turn around and imprison us in our own houses the, the, the way they did with, the, with that, MAGA, with that uh, COVID nonsense, and, and we just went right along with it. But you know what? All you have to do is look at who, the kind of representation that we have in the government. Never mind the the the, the biggest uh, imbeciles and despicable people that he has appointed and 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 every and every place of authority in, in our government. Look what we have on the Democratic side in Washington, and at the top of the list. And I can say this: every Jewish Democrat to me is a disgrace to to the Jewish faith and the Jewish people. I have never seen a collection. Of, of Jewish representatives who, who, who should be ashamed of themselves to be Democrat. And then we have uh, people of, uh, of other uh, faiths and, and denominations who aren't much better. They've sold this country out. They, they're as corrupt as the day is long. And by the way, we, we talk about that, uh, uh, that uh, the woman, Fanny, uh, who's uh, the prosecutor yes. for her affair. Fanny Willis, yeah, Fanny Willis. Well, I, I don't know why nobody brings this up, but but you know that uh, Corey Bush from Missouri, uh, who who was again who was a, for, for defunding the police. Yes. So she so she got herself a security de- detail that cost about uh, seven hundred thousand dollars. One of her security details is is a man she married, and she's paying him and a few of her friends. But you know what? They say they they can do whatever they want. They have the power, Jeff. They they don't represent us. They they that Biden, but Biden has a lot of power behind him. If he didn't have the power, he wouldn't be walking around today instead of being put up against the wall for being the traitor that he is. He's got the Chinese behind him. He's got the Iranians behind him. He's got the Russians behind him. He's got the Justice Department, the FBI, the CIA. They control the universities, and now we find out. You know, I always said to you, you know what? They control the universities. But it wasn't until we find out recently that that's because all the uh, money from Qatar and all these Arab uh, countries and, and China have turned around and bought uh, and, and bought all of our universities and, t- and turned them into communist institutions and anti-Semitic institutions. And we let this happen, Jeff. We let this happen. Arthur, you're completely right. I mean, I wish I could disagree with you, but I can't. I mean, I really, I couldn't have said it better myself. Arthur, as always, thank you for your call. God bless you, Arthur. 617. He's completely right. I mean, they've just taken everything, and we just stood back and let it happen. 617-266-6868 is the number. And now it's gotten to the point where they're coming for us. Now they're openly saying, like, like what's our crime? What, what did we do? No, really. Like, and I really would love liberals to call in. Why do you hate us so much? We're, we're, you know, it's, it's nonstop now. It's been three years, but now it's, you've ratcheted up another level. Trump wins Iowa, and all of a sudden now, we're the worst extremists on the planet. We're a threat to democracy. No, sorry, an existential threat to democracy. I mean, so we're Hitler. Well, actually, we're worse than Hitler. We're fascists. We're bigots. We're deplorables. We're racists. We're, you know, we get up, we go to work, we pay our taxes, we raise our families, we send our children off to the wars that all of you send us off to. Uh, You know, and what? We we vote for secure borders because the country has to have borders or else it doesn't have, you don't have a country. 
we want to be energy independent. That's what we said our goal was since the 1970s. We don't want to be dependent upon Middle East oil anymore. We we want to have $2 a gallon gas. We don't want to pay through the nose at the pump. We don't want to get ripped off every time we go to the freaking grocery store because we can barely pay for our groceries and pay our bills and our utility costs and our energy bills. We don't want to be slaughtered on the streets because crime is so freaking uh, uh, high and dangerous. By the way, did you see that one? By the way, it's a local, but it's gone national. In Roxbury, one of the poorest parts of whatever, Boston, greater Boston, they're closing down the Walgreens. They're closing down the Walgreens. And the poor black residents are saying, please keep it open, please keep it open. And management is saying, there's so much crime. It's not safe. First of all, everything is being shoplifted. So we're losing money hand over fist. But there's so much crime now. And the police and the progressive DAs won't prosecute crime and shoplifting and robbery. So we predicted this. You defund the police, businesses are going to leave. And who gets hurt? Minorities. Now, you know, look, I I just got to say this. If their model that the left imposed on our country, if it was succeeding, it's one thing. I could see them then saying, I could see, I, I still can't understand intolerance, but I could see at least a justification for intolerance. In other words, hey, the cities are booming, the streets are safe, the economy's never been better, the country's never been more harmonious, things that, you know, it's peace and prosperity, let the good times roll. Instead, wherever the Democrats have entrenched their rule, I don't care, take California, take L.A., where all these Hollywood types live. And they're the, the, the they're by the word. I think they're the worst. They're the most intolerant, the most vicious against conservatives in MAGA. Here, just walk through LA. Graffiti everywhere. I'm just, this is a fact. A well-documented fact. You just got to open your eyes. Graffiti everywhere. Homelessness everywhere. Crime exploding everywhere. Addicts, people shooting up on the freaking sidewalk, feces, urine everywhere. It's disgusting. Businesses fleeing, well-documented. Middle-class people, taxpayers fleeing. Uh, Third-world illegal aliens pouring into California. Parts of California at no comprende. They don't speak English. You can't hear a word of English spoken. It's been a disaster. And then when we point all of this out and say, why are we accepting the third worldization of our country? Why do we have to accept the graffiti, the crime, the homelessness, the 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 the, the, the crap on the streets, the urine on the streets, the endless waves of illegals coming in? bankrupting our hospitals, our schools, our social services? Your only answer is fascist. Nazis! Mega! Extreme mega! Oh my God! Democracy! You were the, were the enemy? We're the enemy. We, who pay the taxes, who foot the bills, who fight the wars, who raise our children, So I've got to ask liberals, I want to ask Democrats, in all sincerity, you hate us more, you hate us, really, you hate us more than the mullahs? You hate us more than ISIS? You hate us more than Al-Qaeda? How do I know this? Because you're not even looking for ISIS and Al-Qaeda. They're not even considered terrorists under Biden's FBI. We are. I am. What have I ever done to you? I revere the Constitution, the First Amendment, the Bill of Rights, this country, its founding, its history, our freedoms, our liberties. You know, under Jeff Cooner, you all get rich and you're all free. What's the problem? 
but you hate us so much that now you're willing to break the country. You're actually now literally sowing the seeds of civil war. And you're calling us a threat to democracy. Trump is the so-called dictator. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Everything you're accusing Trump and Trump voters, that's what you are. James in Virginia. Thanks for holding, James, and welcome. Hey, good morning, Jeff. How are you doing? Good. How are you, James? Good, uh, Jeff. I just thought, you know, uh, full disclosure, I grew up in Somerville, Mass., uh, and I'm glad to be out of there. But I served uh, 30 years in the Marine Corps, and um, I lived down here in Hampton Roads, Virginia, and which is uh, uh, southeast of uh, Arlington, Virginia, where all the liberals live, basically. Uh, but down here in Hampton Roads, uh, you know, you got the, the, the naval base, the largest naval base on the East Coast, and you got Fort Eustis, Langley Air Force Base, uh, you know, <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's a bed, uh, big veteran uh, community. And uh, all all the guys, I, I served uh, five tours in uh, Iraq and also uh, Desert Storm in Liberia, and I was in Fallujah and Ramadi. And a lot of my friends uh, are all, all, all my friends are all combat veterans. And they have kids that are, uh, um, my kids are all growing up, but they have kids that are uh, military of age to get ready to graduate high school. And they're telling their kids not to go into the military. And uh, the funny thing about it is that you say, talking about going to Cabello's. Uh, just yesterday afternoon in Hampton, Virginia, I was in Cabello's buying a tent. And uh, my, my advice to uh, all, all uh, Trump supporters is just to keep on going into these stores and buying, buying everything and, 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 and putting up signs. The problem that I feel is that, you know, uh, I was a Marine and I'm not, you know, no, no tough guys by no means, but you know what? It's time that we stand up. You know, why are we backing down? People do things. We do nothing but complain. Oh, they do this, they do this, they do. Biden with student loans, the Supreme Court says he can't do Supreme Court. He still does it. Why aren't we saying anything? Why do we keep on allowing these people to do that? Defund the police. How stupid is that? I mean, and they're the first person to call the police, these liberals to call the police when they're in trouble or they hire their own private security. So what I'm saying is, is that keep on living your life. Keep the faith. You know, and don't back down from these people because, you know, Jeff, I've heard you say a million times, I listen, I listen to your show, I told Sandy, I listen to your show every single morning, and I, I, I think you're, you're one of the great, greatest uh, 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 talk show hosts in, in the country, and I listen to a lot of them. And uh, i got to tell you, you speak the truth, and uh, I, I, I admire your courage. But, Jeff, you know, just, you know, don't back down to them. They have they have nothing to go when they 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 like to demean you when when you when you bring them up with uh, with, with facts. And the bet the last thing I really want to say I want to say a lot more, but I know you got other callers is that everybody's got to get out to vote. Everybody, amen. No matter what you amen. have, James. I want to thank you for your service and your very nice and warm words. And God bless you, James. Everything you said is the Lord's truth. Uh, James, thank you very much for that call. I really appreciate it. And again, thank you uh, for everything you've done for our country. No, he's completely right. Look, I'm telling you right now, uh, I'm taking Ashton to Bass Pro Shop. I don't want to say when because I have a lot of crazies out there that want to do harm to me and my family. So, but I'm, I trust me on this. Uh, he's now, okay. So now you're monitoring every time we go to Bass Pro Shop. I'm going to Bass Pro Shop. So I know Ashton listens at about this time. He's with his mommy in his car as she's driving him to school. Ashton, you're going to have a nice trip with Daddy to Bass Pro Shop, okay? So whatever else you want to get, get that list ready. And I agree with James all the way. Just, but to me, it's the political point and the constitutional point. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. You're tracking people now where they shop to see if they're Trump supporters. And then if they're Trump supporters, you then have, you flag them down, you develop a profile, and you're spying and surveilling Trump supporters? By the way, you're going to spy on 75 million of us 
Like, I, I mean, I, I, are you listening to what you're becoming? So it's Cabela's, it's Dick's Sporting Goods, it's Bass Pro Shop, uh, subscriptions, books, anything to do, uh, T-shirts, caps, anything to do with Trump or MAGA, and boom. This is what our banks are doing behind our backs? This, they're being pressured by uh, the Biden Treasury Department. It's all coming out now. So in America now, we're being spied on for what we buy, where we go, where we shop, who we support, who we, you know, who we want to vote for. I thought this was a free country. They're showing their authoritarian true selves every single day. And now we know who the real enemies of democracy are. It's the left, it's the media, it's Biden. Maureen in Abington. Thanks for holding, Maureen, and welcome. Good morning. Hi, Maureen. Thank you, James, for your service. Start as your previous call. In regards to your survey, A, Trump, B, the voters, please add C, all of the above, (laughs) because that's my answer, C. In regards to the tracking, I have cash, I have credit, I have a car. Guess I'm going on a shopping spree. Come at me, please. It's like, this this is utterly disgusting. And then you asked if people, you've lost relations and what have you. Yes, I have because of Trump. I also prevented my uncle from sending out a sympathy card to a family member. I'm like, because of Trump. She's for the other side. And it's like, may God have mercy on your soul. Marine. Bring us back to what we should have. You know, Marine, we just want our country back. Hey, really, it's just that simple. And I love the way Arthur said it. You know, what does MAGA stand for? Make America great again. That's it. We want a great country, a great economy, a great border, great schools, great health care, great uh, law and order a great culture we just want a great country now if that scares the left so much there's the door leave